0: So there's two there's there's two possible reasons for you to be making those sounds and shaking your head like that. Number one, you're possessed by a ghost. Wrong. Number two, Wrong. you're one of the tunes from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And it, <laughs> oh, and I'm I'm trying to sh- wriggle away from some dip. No. <laughs> no, you're actually like you're secretly a tune and you're shaking off your human features like uh like Judge Doom does. Like Judge Is that his name, Judge Doom?
1: Pretty sure. Pretty sure. <laughs> don't know how you didn't know doom was a tune that's a great
0: movie what who framed roger rabbit I love or that judge movie. doom
1: no who framed roger rabbit
0: i i thought maybe you were talking about doom the movie starring the rock
1: and some well, other random. i would never talk carl about urban that film i think because i've never seen it but i hear it's fantastic it's really not good that's why they made 3 of them right it's a whole trilogy no you know not. those famous doom movies there's only one that's like okay we get it monsters first person <laughs> Have you seen Hardcore Henry? No, it's another first person movie, but it's yeah. entirely first. person I've movie. seen
0: a bunch of gifs of it, and it's, it looks like um, it looks difficult to uh, yes to watch. Difficult to watch. It yeah. looks
1: like it would give me a headache. So much moving around and clanking. What is the what is the
0: appeal of that? Do you think
1: just a unique gimmick? Plus, people love first first person
0: shooters, right? Hey, remember that game you play? This is just like that game. This is just like that game, only. The camera movements are entirely out of your control. So when it's swooping left and right and up and down and around, you're just getting sick. You're, you're yeah. not like <laughs> looking around. Well, a lot of time, the movie isn't making the decisions I would
1: make. Like, say uh, he's walking down a street. Yeah. Henry, hardcore Henry's walking. Yeah. And a gunshot comes to his left. Right. He's, the, the movie's obviously going to follow the gunshot. He's going to look over there. But what we don't see is there's a fruit stand on the right side of the street. And I want to look towards that fruit stand and see what's going on. You're hungry for some fruit. I want some papayas. I want to go squeeze some papayas. <laughs> that gunshot doesn't concern me. No. That could be
0: a gunshot at anyone. You need to ch- you need to check the fruit stand to make sure that the bananas weren't hit.
1: Because
0: oh, they'll I- be splattered.
1: I hope not. I hope not. And they're so bunched up that you know if one gets hit, probably you lost two <laughs> bananas that day.
0: Hey, welcome to Podcast vs. Podcast. My name is Eric Ivanovich, and this is... I'm Piers Ray. That's Piers Ray.
1: This is a show where Eric and I pitch podcast ideas to each other in the hopes of finding that perfect pod to match our perfect friendship. Yeah, most of the time we
0: do that. Sometimes we critique films shot entirely in first person.
1: That's how we open the show. That's to get you in. If you weren't on board with that, you're not going to be on board with the rest. At the end of the show, we're going to vote, and uh, if we can ever agree on a podcast idea, we're going to stop doing this pod and start... uh, Start doing that oh, one. Start producing
0: that pot. Start doing that one. Oh,
1: thank goodness. Another P word on the day where we didn't bring our pop filters.
0: On the day when you didn't bring our pop filters. <sighs> I'm so Mother sorry. fucker.
1: I'm also sorry for the patchouli stinking here and the stray peacocks I brought in. A couple <laughs> of penguins in there as well. Pelicans. I just brought my whole bird menagerie today. Okay.
0: And being, I appreciate that. Being
1: named Piers, a name we'll never use because of the pop filters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just avoid all P words. <laughs> okay
0: well here's the thing b words as well oh that's right and those hard k's those hard k's do k's show up on the pop filter it's b's and p's i think that's it k's don't really no No. k's are just fun but sometimes some hard s's are gonna show up and you're gonna hear that today listeners
1: i've got a lot of hard s's i've noticed
0: yeah yeah Yeah, i've been meaning to talk to you about that i think you have a problem with hard s's it's because
1: of my big teeth what does
0: that mean
1: i just have big teeth I feel like they get in the way of some some words. I told you I had, uh, I basically reshaped, well, I didn't do it, the orthodontist <laughs> did it, but reshaped my entire jaw over the course of six to eight years. You didn't tell me that, no. I had uh, different forms of braces for a long time. I had a big underbite, so I had these, these two sets of rods. There was one set of rods drilled into my back top teeth and mm-hmm. the rod would come down and it would interlock into a rod coming up from my front bottom teeth, yeah. which would slowly push my jaw forward over time. So every few months we'd go away and be like, all right, we're going to push you a little bit further this month. <laughs> and uh, eventually your jaw will just get out there. And it did. Eventually. Sweet. Kind of cool. But these, these bars were interlocking. So anytime I would take, like, a, I'd laugh or I'd yawn or anything, a big bite... Yeah. Anything where my jaw went open too far, they would come apart from each other, and then I'd have to open my mouth really wide and, like, go oh, in and interlock these things back together. Yeah. So, any speaking disorders I have, I'm just going to blame on that. Okay. That's great.
0: Cool. I had a toy kind of like that when I was a kid.
1: The, <laughs> an orthodontic toy?
0: No, it was just, like, it was sort of like a, like, a, like a wannabe Lego thing, only instead of bricks. Okay. It was, like rods and little hubs
1: i know exactly what you're talking about yeah yeah do you remember what those are called
0: no just (laughs)
1: spokes and hubs fuck
0: i want to say connects but it's not connects that's something else well
1: that's great uh i'd like to pitch a podcast okay yeah
0: i'm gonna pitch one i'm gonna go first today now
1: our last episode yes it's the final day of christmas
0: piers if you pitch a fucking christmas episode today on January 9th. Three days I'm, after. Three I Kings am going Day. to be livid.
1: <laughs> I mean, I know you're upset because we had like 37 days of nonstop Christmas. It's
0: absurd how much Christmas episodes this show has. We have so many good ideas. And those are evergreens, man. Those
1: will last forever. People are gonna <laughs> they, look up Christmas.
0: Uh, there we are. They will not last forever.
1: They'll last forever. They they these are like episodes of I Love Lucy. They'll always have an audience. Okay. Okay. So I, but we got to the end of Christmas. Christmas was done on January 6th. Yes. Three Kings Day. So no more Christmas pitches, please. (laughs) Epiphany. But I realized. No, you didn't. I realized one thing we didn't do this Christmas. This is so terrible. We didn't exchange gifts. We did. No. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't.
0: Yeah, remember? Uh, Me, you, and Jeremy all exchanged gifts. For my Christmas present, Jeremy revived you. Mm -hmm. And for yours, he got you a Coke.
1: Yeah, and that was really really good. Jeremy, if you're out there, I do love Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola, if you're out there, I love your product. <laughs> that's it. What did I get? I got the Coke from Jeremy. Yeah. It was a three-way thing. Like we only got one present and yeah. kind of went around in a circle. What did you get again?
0: Uh, oh, I I got you a, a curse on Jeremy. Oh, that's right. It just happened like 12 days ago. What
1: did I want him cursed to do, to be?
0: Was he dying? No, he's just unluckier than usual. Oh, that's
1: right. That's right. I forgot that's uh, how a curse works he, has, <laughs> some curses actually do something yeah it, this does, does something. something yeah occasionally Whenever i mean he, he texted
0: me team. earlier today he slipped really yeah he slipped down the stairs did he actually yeah he was on the last step yeah and he slipped kind of hit his ankle a little bit
1: all right all right i'll take it
0: and he almost spilled his water he didn't spill the water but he almost spilled his water
1: Maybe next year you can get me the gift of him being a little more cursed. But that's a three-way. That was like a three-way, yeah. three magi gift exchange. That's not. That's not just between best bros.
0: <laughs> I mean, my best bros were in the room. Yeah, yeah, but like, and I and I exchanged gifts. But I'm talking. With them.
1: I'm talking best bros, not not the three amigos. I'm talking just best buds, swapping gifts. And I was thinking we should do a show like. It would start with our once-a-year grand Christmas exchange between God, us. For fuck's Best sake. Best buds. And that would be like this, the taking-off point. And uh, then we could we could bring people in to talk about the thoughtful gifts that people have presented to them and to each other, what they've given, and what that says about their relationship with that person. Uh, so I thought I'd start today's episode, because we're in this episode now. Or we could be. You want to jump into it?
0: No, I don't. All right, let's do it. I'm not making the the sound. <laughs> No, it's not Christmas.
1: It's this isn't a Christmas show. This is a year-round show about gift giving and what <laughs> gift giving represents for people's relationships. Okay, because gifts are important.
0: All right, what it did you get
1: people... me? What well, we're not in the show yet.
0: Okay. All right, ready? <laughs> okay. All right,
1: great. Welcome out. Welcome, welcome to the show. Uh, we're back to talk about some great gifts. Actually, this is our inaugural gift giving pod. Right. Uh, so, Eric, what what do you think is important about
0: gifts? It, it has to represent something like a, an emotional connection between the two people, right? Yeah. The giver has to be thinking of has to be thinking of the receiver and and something that they know about them and something that is important important to them. And the gift that they give them, the the gift itself is not really important. What's important is what the gift represents. Some people might say that the
1: thought is what counts
0: uh you, you know what i could have saved myself a lot of time by just saying it's the thought that counts and usually yes
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and you want to aim, so something that they want <laughs> something maybe that's about something that you share together right. uh, i typically like to find something that i think someone would really like but they would never buy for themselves for you're right yeah particular reasons i got someone this year oh no i didn't get it for them but i know someone who got the ultimate sweatpant this year yeah. it's advertised as like the best in sweat pant technology that says it says that on the tag. The ultimate in sweatpant technology. Um and they're supposed to be like like the perfect sweatpant. What is so perfect? But that's not something you'd ever buy for yourself, really. You'd be embarrassed to buy that for yourself. But if you I take wouldn't. it up to the counter
0: and say this is for someone else. I wouldn't who whoever's whoever would be embarrassed to buy sweatpants for themselves, I'm embarrassed to know you. That would be me i'm embarrassed to know you I why would you, you be embarrassed to buy sweatpants oh, they're such ugly clothes they're the most comfortable clothes they're so ugly though but who who cares oh you're a real
1: function over form guy i see <laughs> yes you're yeah. the kind of guy who would know this would... about you're the me kind of guy who would wear cargo shorts because they have the extra pockets
0: well no car- cargo shorts are probably uncomfortable uh not necessarily i'm the kind of guy who would bring a backpack everywhere though i don't know do you Wear shorts? I can't remember. You don't wear shorts. I own shorts. I have never. I don't wear them. I don't
1: know if I've ever seen you in shorts. They're
0: too small.
1: Oh, fair enough. But you could buy larger shorts.
0: I guess I, if I had larger shorts, I would wear them all the time. I could constantly. see you
1: in a pair of larger shorts. Yeah. Cargo shorts, larger size. And you have uh, like a multi-tool in one of the cargo pockets, and maybe your phone in the other. Yeah. Back pocket's the wallet. Spare watch, the other back pocket.
0: Spare watch?! Excuse me, sir.
1: Well, you don't like to wear it on your wrist, so you just keep it on hand. In case anyone <laughs> I have happens. a phone. You just told, you just said that I have a phone look, in one pocket. Look, I don't. This isn't how I would use them. This is okay. just how you would
0: use it, right? All right, we got to. And go. I would have trail mix in the one on, in the pocket on the side.
1: Oh, the front right.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, the front right. The two the two cargo pockets are full. Yeah, you, of multi-tool, trail tool, multi tool, and wallet. Here's the thing: form over function. You can't just put one thing in a pocket. You can fill the rest of it up with trail mix. But then you're going to confuse yourself. Am I going
1: into the right pocket for trail mix, or am I going in for my multi tool? Well, that's
0: that's the beauty of it. Every pocket has trail mix. How I you- put what I need in every pocket. I got a multi tool in one, phone in another, wallet in another, and then my pack of Pokemon, my deck of Pokemon cards in the final one. Where do you and put your I backup f- watch? I don't have a backup watch. All right. Well, all right. <laughs> you're a chump. <laughs> okay, fair enough. And then I fill up the remaining space because that they, they don't take up the entire pocket. I fill up the remaining space of those pockets with Trail Mix. The thing is, Trail So mix... if I ever need Trail Mix, I just reach into any pocket, just grab out some Trail Mix.
1: The thing is, though, that Trail Mix will take up as much space as you give it. That's right. That's right. So where's the room for the multi-tool?
0: I put the multi-tool in first. You don't understand. I don't know. <laughs> and then I fill up the remaining space but with Trail Mix. You need... The multi-tool doesn't float to the top. That's the problem. That's the problem. <laughs> you need the
1: multi-tool to be at the top so you have oh, immediate no. access to it. Or at Sorry. least against the outer like frame of the pocket. Plus, then you can remember what's in the pocket. Pocket, by the way, is another pee poppin' word we shouldn't be using too yeah, much. Probably. I'll tell you what, let's move this one along because I yes. know you're loving it, and I lo- I know you appreciate it. it's not Christmas based. Right. So I'm just going to give you your gift. I didn't okay. wrap it because true true to form, uh, gift giving wise, I know that you would you would hate wrapping. It's just junk, just garbage. Oh,
0: this is a fucking sick present. Uh, I w- I'm excited about this present. Uh, I win. I want the I, uh, I, I want the listeners to sort of guess based on some clues what Piers got for me. This is they get three clues, right? right? Yeah, three clues. Three clues. This is a book, all right? This is a uh, a comic book.
1: Ooh, I guess it's a, yes. it's a
0: hardcover book. With comics on the inside.
1: Okay, that's good. That's one clue, right?
0: Uh, that's two clues. The second clue is that it's it's comics. Oh, I see. And the third clue is that it's Aquid Comics. I see. He got me an Aquid comic book it's called a... the Worst Song Played on Ugliest Guitar, which is a quote from Vlad. Yes. The kissing robot. Is he the kissing robot? He's he loves he loves those oh, makeouts. That's right,
1: that's right. He's very sexually active yeah. for a robot. He doesn't have a lot of
0: sex. He does a lot of makeouts, though.
1: Yeah. It's tough.
0: He has no parts. This is volume two. You can get me volume one, huh? huh. Uh, volume one, I huh. believe, is A
1: Home for Sad People. Huh. And it costs about $234 on Holy Amazon. fuck. Yeah. Uh, it's worth it, though. The other two versions, the other two volumes, which is uh, what's the name of this one? Worst, this song, song, played worst on, song Played on Ugliest Guitar. And The Great Outdoor Fight Collection are both yes. still reasonably priced. But for some reason, a home for sad people has become a collector's item that's impossible to find.
0: That's, that sucks.
1: Yeah, it does suck. That's fine. I have this one. Though, you have this so one. And I have the Great much. Outdoor Fight, so between the two of
0: us... You left the price tag on a Oh, classy move by me. <laughs> classy move, Piers. I'm going to make a sound now. Check this out. Whoa. That's the sound of me putting that book down. That's a thunker. Yeah. All right. Thanks You're for welcome. the present.
1: And uh, you are... Welcome now to Give Me My Present.
0: Um, I did I did give you a present a couple weeks ago uh, when I cursed Jeremy the Witch Boy.
1: That was then.
0: Yeah, that was then.
1: Uh, this is now. We're You'd in a, like gif- a, we're in a now, gift-giving right? podcast. I feel like it's... Um,
0: do you know what? I have the perfect present for you. Do you? I know. Here's one thing I know about you, and this is one thing that we bond. Yeah. So um, I know that we like to talk about Akewood. Oh, Akewood is Akewood. both of our favorites. Well, I don't know if it's your favorite specifically, but it's among your favorite web comics.
1: I'm trying to think right now if there is a comic that I have read more of, or in, like a, a web comic right. specifically, specifically right. web comic, not like an independently published graphic graphic novel, right? Um, that I like more than Aquid. What else? Yeah. What else do the I? The only make? thing
0: that I can think of is. Uh... What's uh, Joseph Stilwell's... Oh, Blue
1: Skies Over Nine Islands? Blue Skies Island? Over... That's what? A... Over Nine Islands.
0: Blue Skies Over Nine Islands. It's probably the only thing that could even come close to Akewood. It's basically a post-apocalyptic tailspin.
1: There's my pitch for G- for Joe's comic. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, I I what I got you was this this volume of uh, this collection of Akewood comics. It's called Worst Song Played on Ugliest Guitar. And this represents symbolically our bond as friends because here let me just hand you this book take that in your hand that's a good sound wow, just we made. have
1: we have the same book now tell you what pull your book out from wherever you put it and let's take a photo of us holding both of our, <laughs> our copies together
0: okay all right anytime i yeah the listeners can't see but i'm totally You're taking it out right now
1: eric is not doing any eric i gotta eric you left the price tag on i know oopsies <laughs> Well, uh, see, that's
0: um, symbolic of our friend. We know that our friendship is 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 built on trust and emotional connection. Well, I'm seeing and so little I'm, things I'm like seeing
1: one thing here.
0: Yeah, uh, there's
1: an inscription. An inscription on uh, on the inside cover here. It says for Eric. Oh no, Eric. Sorry, I misread it. Yeah, uh, for Eric. Yeah, my dearest and number one best friend. Okay. Uh, signed me, which I happen to remember writing in the book before giving it to you. Yeah,
0: that's actually probably my book. I'd appreciate that back.
1: Yeah, I'm beginning to think I'm just going to finish signing this. I noticed I didn't sign my name, but this just there uh, you go. that just writes finishes everything out. Thanks uh, for the book. I feel like you just tried to regift me the gift that I gave you, and if I hadn't done that inscription, you would I, you would have gotten away with yeah. it. Obviously, I
0: successfully regifted it to you. I gave it back. I gave it over to you.
1: I gotta say. This does not say a lot of good things about our friendship. What are you talking about?
0: We're the, we're the kind of friends who get each
1: other gifts. I want to get out of this podcast now. <laughs> All right, so that was a pretty good episode. You yeah, got a gift. Bad. I did not really get anything. Well, I got you a gift. You can't... No, you didn't. I did. I'm not going to let you off the hook for this one. You did What didn't. are you talking about? <sighs> okay, so that's my pitch. I guess... <laughs> I guess that's it. The title of that show is, wow... Thanks for the great gift, Eric. You truly are my best friend. But I can see now that that doesn't really apply. What's your pitch, Eric?
0: I've, br- I've brought in a very special pitch that I prepared prior to this episode. I came in prepared with a pitch.
1: I believe that <laughs> well, I was almost said, isn't that every pitch? But it's not every pitch with you.
0: No, not really. Um, but this time I definitely thought it up before we started recording. That's amazing. And... <laughs> And and I had all the details lined up, and I had uh, I even had like a uh, what is that like a like a like a little one pager that I was going to hand you.
1: That's really cool.
0: I must have forgotten it, but this pitch is for a podcast entitled "Toys from Our Youth." <laughs> and so, <laughs> <laughs> wow. every episode, we would find a toy from our youth that we could talk about and and have uh, maybe. We'd have a story about how we got the toy, like, how we like to play with the toy, any sorts of, like, uh, lasting impressions that toy had on us as adults. Yes. Yes. Are you ready to jump into an episode? Absolutely. Let's hop in. (laughs) Welcome to Toys from Our Youth, featuring myself, Eric Ivanovich, and Piers Ray over there. Hey, guys.
1: Pleasure to be here. Sorry about the name.
0: We're working on it. Piers Ray is a fine name. Ah, Yeah,
1: that's what I was talking about
0: uh what's the name of the show again
1: toys from our youth toys from our youth
0: toys from our youth i'm here to tell you about a very special toy from my youth yes please lay it on me so i had a fencing batman
1: that's cool he's a
0: little batman right and yeah. he's got his hand up I, listeners can't see i'm holding it up like a fencer eric is
1: raising his hands he's yeah. got one hand up behind his head right in kind of a crane formation the other is stretched out in front of him as though he's gripping a foil
0: right and there was a button you could press on his back. Yeah. And he would, like, spin his hand around. Like, it, it, he wouldn't, like, thrust or right. parry or anything. He would just, like, spin around the 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 foil. Is that what he, is? The fencer? The, the fence? Is that actually a fencing move?
1: Or I don't. The, foil's, the foil is the name of one of the blades. There's, like, three. You can There's do three. saber fencing, foil Ooh. fencing, or... It was a pokey. Another one. It was
0: a pokey sword.
1: It was a pokey sword. It's probably a foil, long and thin. Yeah, that's a that's a poke that's a pokey
0: that's a foil. Okay, probably. <laughs> so it, you press a button and he spins his hand. I don't know, I understand how that's an attack, but that was how it worked.
1: The only move I can think of for that, yeah, is if you're making a very small rotation with the foil, it's kind of a parry where you circle the, you basically circle your opponent's blade, yeah. to try to make. <sighs> You're trying to widen their their range of attacks so that you can get in closer. Wow, you to know them.
0: a lot more about fencing than me.
1: I used to fence. Oh, okay. Yes, um, but that's not.
0: <laughs> it's not really a move.
1: I get. I guess kind of. I don't know what you'd call it though.
0: Well, the, here's the thing. Batman isn't really known for his fencing. I think maybe he was just beginning. Bruce Wayne is known for fencing.
1: Batman's known for fencing.
0: I don't think so. He sword
1: fights with Raza al Ghoul all the time.
0: He sword fights with him all the time?
1: Yeah. But they, they fence together and they use different types of swords. Savers, Anyways. foils, the third.
0: I had this toy and then for my, I think my sixth birthday. Yes. I received the same toy from one of my friends as a present. And I opened up, I opened up the toy and then I was very ingracious. I was very ungrateful. And I said, oh, I already have this toy. Ooh, but they could fence together. And my mom said, Eric, you need to thank him. He got you a present. I was like, why? He got me oh, a bad wow. present. Oh, did you actually say that out loud? Well, I probably didn't say that. But I said, you know, I was just an ungrateful little shit. I was like, I already have this Batman. I have a Batman just like this. <laughs> already, I'll show it to you. And uh, he, I probably made my little friend cry. Oh, no. Oh, no, it wasn't even an adult. And in the future, still in the past from now, but in the future from that moment, I came to realize how hurtful I was. And I came to see, like, you know what? One, fencing Batman is cool, but two? Now, that's incredible. That's amazing. I should have I should have considered the thought that went into that six-year-old boy buying me a fencing Batman. He knew that I liked Batman. He knew that I had a Batman costume that I would dress up in and say that I was Batman. Mm -hmm. And he thought, you know what? I bet Eric would love this fencing Batman. And he was right because I had that toy already and I loved it. So I now to this day, I always consider even, you know, sometimes gifts aren't well thought out. Maybe they don't consider me as a person. Maybe the person giving a gift is giving me say the second volume in a book that has a first volume mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you know if i read it i'll be missing like all the all the first yeah, except half you, of the you story already have
1: read every single bit of the story so it's not like you're missing anything.
0: well i i'm talking about hypotheticals so it doesn't yeah, yeah, seem yeah. like you know what you're talking about Pierce. well just
1: in some situations you probably but... would have already read like if i got you if someone got <laughs> yeah. you uh, the lord of the rings trilogy right you've already read all those no i did <laughs> There's no fucking like way. everyone's already read The Lord of the Rings trilogy, so if I got you a new copy of the second, of the two the t- towers, of the second book, you wouldn't be like, oh, I've never read The Fellowship, I won't know what's going on. Anyways. You would be like, I know The Fellowship inside and out because I've read it so many
0: times. And now that I have that uh, that piece of, of uh, history in my past, I can think back, like, whenever someone gives me an unthoughtful gift, I can be gracious about it. I can thank them for the thought because it is the thought that counts.
1: I don't think you know how to be gracious. I think you've just no, I you do. Yourself. No, I didn't when you I was don't. six years
0: old, but now I'm probably the most gracious one. The most, the most gracious one. Now I'm probably the most gracious one around.
1: Great, yeah.
0: Okay. Any toys from your youth you want to talk about?
1: I guess I could talk about a toy or two. I've had yeah. some fine ones. You don't have time. to. I don't really. Uh, the first thing that comes I'm to not mind gonna force you. is uh, one Christmas I received um, some reproduction medieval Celtic coins, uh-huh. which I have to this day.
0: Wow. And I would
1: take them out, and I, I they're still in their original packaging because they're collector wow. coins, but I think about, and I would think about, this is what coins were like back then. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of neat.
0: That's so, a pretty cool toy.
1: That's a really cool toy. I would just sit there and I would look at these coins and I would think about history. And then I would go, uh, I'd go read a book, probably inspired by those coins, like about ancient... I, I used to read a lot of Arthurian legends. Right.
0: Uh, and and <laughs> the most important part of those books are the coins.
1: Oh, without the coins, if it wasn't for coins, I would not know how to read.
0: <laughs> when, Arthur, when King Arthur went to the lake to get Excalibur, yes. there was an admission price of 50 pence and he had to, he had to pay that in coins luckily he had a whole pound and he said keep the change i'm a king
1: <laughs> and she said that's some kingly behavior and the lady of the lake came up out and threw him excalibur and the scabbard and she said hey that sword you will be invincible in combat with that sword but if you keep the scabbard you'll, you'll live forever and uh, there came a point where he had to choose and he chose the sword in his pride And someone stole the scabbard, and that's why King Arthur is slumbering today, awaiting to return.
0: All right, we're back in podcast versus podcast. Cool. So, uh, I think Toys from Our Youth Mm is pretty much the best podcast either of us have ever picked. It's
1: a stellar podcast. My one problem with it is it has a terrible name, almost as if it was thought up on the spot.
0: What are you talking about? Toys? Listen, mm -hmm. if I had thought up the title for this podcast on the spot... I probably would have came to Toys from Our Youth, but what's wrong with it? It's a great name. I guess I know what it is. You know, it's it te- explicit? It tells,
1: it's very explicit. It's very on the nose. It's very forward and direct and simple. Some would say simple-minded.
0: Poor Piers? Piers? Por- yes. Form over function. No, sorry. Function over form.
1: I, that's what i'm all about baby uh,
0: well i'm all about form over function especially when it comes to titles especially when it comes to the titles The thing is yeah. i would
1: love to vote for this yeah but i did not receive a gift today and i kind of feel like i'm owed one so i'm going to give a gift to myself <laughs> and i'm going to vote for my own idea because i deserve it and yeah i think that's important to talk about about the effects that gifts have on on other people and what, what that says
0: about their relationships with those people good mm. or bad mm. good or bad Mm. I'm gonna vote for mine because it's better. Well, we got another tie. Oh, Thanks for listening, everybody. On Sarnet, it's a podcast versus podcast. Yeah, if you want to check us out online, we're
1: at Podcast BS pretty much everywhere, except on Twitter, where we are at PodcastBS and at underscore Twitter staff. Yes,
0: at underscore Twitter staff is our main handle. Please, get complaints,
1: questions. If you're just confused, tweet at underscore Twitter staff. Also, please review on episodes. Okay, that's it. Right. Bye. <laughs> Bye.